Disobedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredient. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Blessing stick, blessing stick, I'm here to bless your house, bitch. Blessing stick, blessing stick, spirits are gone. <laughs> so I see you've been following the comments. You know that people like your blessing stick song. <laughs> now you want to show off. Yes. We get it. We get it. <laughs> I have coined it. It's an official song. It's copyrighted. You copyrighted that already? That fast? In In my mind, I did. Kim, are you so excited to be here for another day of Amityville pleasure and goodness? This is not pleasure. This is torture. I don't think it is. I think it's a very wonderful occasion. It's like a like a Jesus Day or something like that. Like something Jesus that people day? look forward to. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. But what I will say is this one was actually kind of funny. I didn't hate this one as much as I hated the last two. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, like this one was boring, but I don't know. It didn't rub me the wrong way as much as the other ones did for whatever reason. Oh, this one made me so much more angry than the last few did. I will say that I still am kind of, I'm still having a good time on this whole Amityville binge. Like so far, I'm I'm not upset at all. I'm, I'm actually, all right, guys, for the audience, I told Kim a little while ago, I'm having so much more fun covering these Amityvilles than I am anything else in the world right now. I think this is my calling, and I think that, I, I don't know. It's possible that Horror Soup is just going to cease to exist soon. And I'll just like do full Amityville podcast. I'll just call it uh, Amityville uh, uh, colon Horror Soup. <laughs> you don't, know what? Don't no, listen I'm just to gonna, anything I, that, I got it. Says. I got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the name of the podcast to Amityville colon Horror Soup. You're going to have five listeners. Donnie, no. Koch. No. Donnie, no. Koch, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably pretty fair, but I, it's going to be a podcast. Horse Soup is going to change soon, guys. It's going to be all Amityville forever, and and Kim is going to be there every week. And we're going to have be, we're going to have Amityville here. talk shows where we're going to be outsourcing um, people involved in Amityville, either in the movie series, the book series, or living in the house. Had lived in the house. Have friends who live in the house. Uh, have like a distant relative who may have one time walked near the house. Are filming an Amityville movie? We're actually gonna. I what I really want to do. I we already talked about owning the house, so we're gonna mm-hmm. own the house. And we're also we're going to get artifacts like we're going to get the lamp. We're going to get the clock. We're going to get uh, <laughs> probably one of the priests. We'll get like one of the entire priests and we'll keep him in like one of the rooms or something. And then we'll get like some flies. They will be permanently affixed to a room and maybe even the lamp. But OK, we've already discussed we can probably only afford the boathouse. Okay, but I think if we try hard enough and we really, like, raise some money and we really put, like, our time and effort into this project, I think that Mm -hmm. we might be able to find a way to own the house. I don't know. We've got other competition. We're not the only people watching all the Amityvilles now, so 
Uh, we may have some other people trying to bid us out. Kim, 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 and we're gonna we're gonna talk shout shout them out in a second because I think uh, they're good people and I like their podcast. But Kim, <laughs> before before I give them a happy plug, can do you think it's coincidence? Oh that, no! I mean, that, do you? I mean, <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, we know that we're the only people. We've discussed this. We are hands down. I had, I need no research, no qualitative data to tell me this. We are the only two people in the world that planned to watch every Amityville. Kim, we were just saying a few weeks ago <laughs> that we were, without a doubt, the only people the that have even ventured people. into this or gone this far. <laughs> and then we said it in a recording, and then right after, hmm, very well, telling, well, well. I hope you'll suffer podcast. <laughs> just going to try this out. <laughs> I said you or you'll suffer because it sounded a little better in my in my monologue, but it's I hope you suffer. Okay, I don't I don't think there I think that this actually is just the best coincidence, but you hear me. You hear me guys over there. And I hope you suffer. If you if you if you think you're stealing this from us, if you think you're if you think you're getting ahead of the game, if you think you're gonna beat because you know what they just did? You know what they just did today? What? Four? They just, Kim, they just released an episode covering the first four in one days before we're gonna drop the fourth they're trying to catch up to us oh they're on our ass well you know what you know what nate you think just because you're watching all of them in a short amount of time and you can go we put our heart our soul our blood sweat and tears i had to fight him uh mentally for months to get this into fruition i had to get our page i had to get my patreon to attack kim personally until she just fell into submission and said hey i'm gonna do one of these every month yeah well on top of all the the petitioning we had to do to even get this up and running you know what i'm talking about yeah we had to go to the mayors to even get approval yeah to get approval signatures zoning and you guys don't even know about the zoning yeah the redlining how about that yeah, they have no idea what Have you what put that's up like. a single fucking picket fence in your life? Nope. Nope. Politicking. That's what it's called. You don't know anything about that. I'm just saying, you know what? It just all sounds real fucking fishy to me. It just sounds real fucking fishy to me. Real fucking fishy. I would agree with that. I don't know, guys. And then, you know what they said? They said, "Maybe we'll watch one with you guys. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll join in." But they said, "Oh, you know what? You know what? This is our Amityville venture. This is we own this. We started this." They have not, yeah, they have not paved the way like we have. I mean, we put an offer down on. I wasn't going to say anything, but you know what, Caleb? I'm just going to say it. Can I tell them? Can I tell them what we did? No, 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 no. They can't know. Please. Come on. This is groundbreaking news. I don't want to start a bidding war. I want I want to keep this the way it is. All right. Fine. It's top secret. But we've gotten in. That's all I'm going to say. Look, just know. Just know. 
just fucking know, Nathan, <laughs> since I know you're the one who started this, Nathan, Nathan, all right? Hear that, Nathan? I know you fucking started this. Nathan? Katie? Kit? I don't know if you guys are fucking involved in this, too. I don't know if you were getting... They all were. They all were. They all were. They all were. I don't know if there's a conspiracy with all of you. It, it but is. you know what? It's bullshit. It is. It's, it's bullshit what you're doing. And you know what? It's not a fucking coincidence. It's not. Or a game. It's not a fucking coincidence, all right? Yeah. This is real life. This is our are livelihood. You, are you kidding me? So you know what, Nathan? Huh? You know what? You'll hear from my fucking lawyers. Yeah, James Hudson. You'll hear from George Lutz beyond... You'll hear from James (laughs) Hudson. He will will take a picture of your fucking house. Yeah, and he specializes in in, uh, exorcism, so you better look out. He knows what he's doing. He used to be at a church, and you know what he and you know what he did. He had he's met a flyer too in his fucking day. I tell you, <laughs> sir. He's met a many flies. Like you guys have no idea what's coming your way. And I swear to God, if you guys try to follow suit and outbid us on the fucking Amityville house and boathouse, I swear you, to God, I will come for away. you. You just Wait, gave no, it away. God no, damn it, look, Caleb. If you, you know what? I don't. It's out. If you guys try to come for us, I swear to God, I will sick my army of flies right on your fucking ass. An asshole. Right on your ass. ass. Up your ass. They're going to fly up your ass and never come out. So you'll always be sitting with discomfort. You know what? You guys are just... You know what, guys? You hope we suffer. I hope you suffer. We hope you suffer. I hope you suffer. I hope you suffer. Yeah. Woo! Woo! So with all that out of the way, we're going to get into Amityville 4. The evil escapes, and the evil does escapes. It escapes me because you guys are... Okay, so we're just going to calm it. It's all right. So Amityville 4, the evil escapes from 1989. (laughs) What an intro. It's okay. So, So this is actually the first in... The TV movie series of Amityville. We have broken the bar- the sound barrier. We've gone from theatrical releases, and we are now on the TV movie journey. Where things are getting fun, and it shows, and it shows. Wait, but Kim, does it? Because I want to say something. Does, does it, it? Doesn't this? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Does this movie not seem like it has the same exact production value and like quality and just feel of the last two Amityvilles? Not the original, but the last two. It does, but what I will say is this one was, I don't even know how to say this. I can't even believe I'm saying this. It was just so boring. Com- it comparative to the other two, which were also very boring. But I still kind of like this one better, though. The- See, that's what I don't get about <laughs> you whatsoever. This one was insanely more boring to me. Like, there was, was so nothing boring. fun happening for the most part. But again, again, when fun things do happen... They're funny. Oh, you're <laughs> they're in funny. for a time. Yeah, you're in for a treat. Like you're you're in for a treat. <laughs> there's some there's some Easter eggs in here. I like this one infinitely less than the last two, but I, I would say that this is the first one that I will put on like the exact exact same tier as the first one. Like it's like boring and it has some good parts. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know what to expect here. Is it up? Is it down? You like? Uh, well, actually, I do know because I watched the sixth one. 
Oh, Kim, wait, that's so interesting that... Oh, wait, no, I forgot. You watched that a while ago. I thought you were just watching some for fun, because I've actually... um, I started just watching Amityville's for fun, so I've seen about nine of them now. It's a problem. I have gone ahead, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I feel also... like you're cheating on the relationship, Caleb, and that's not something we signed up for. But I, it... Why don't you go over there with those? But I Kim, hope you suffer here... people then. I'll just do this on my own. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, Kim. I, I am not. I. I <laughs> here's the thing, Kim. You can't help. I yourself. have no idea which ones I've watched. I've just watched like five different ones in, in no particular order. I haven't been like going ahead randomly. I've just been, or I haven't been going ahead concisively. I've been going randomly. I've kind of just been loading up mm-hmm. any streaming app, and if an Amityville is there, just I'll just turn it on. it on. So. Did you watch It's About Time? But what I do know is that. Yeah, I did. Um, it's uh, so, so I never got so I never got why it was called It's About Time, but knowing that it's literally I can't give about it away, but time. It, I mean, they only they only reference it for like three seconds at the end, and you're and it all clicks, and you're like, wait. Well, Kim, we could give part of it away. Evansville, it's about time. It's about a clock. It's, it's about, about a, about a clock. clock. Like, and here's the funniest part. <laughs> and they only show this clock for three seconds at the end. And here's the greatest part about these Amityvilles, like, from here on. All of them stop being about the house. Like, I feel like they kind of stopped being about the house in the last one. But but at this mm-hmm. point, they really stopped being about the house. And now it's just about objects and people that somewhat... Objects. Yeah. Li- literally just objects. Like, okay. Spoiler. This one's about a lamp. A very interesting lamp. Yeah, this one's about a la- like. Yeah, they're just going through the house picking up objects, and we're like, "Do you want to do the next one on this one?" Yeah, want to do the next one on a ladle? Sure. Blender? Okay. Okay, but this is the craziest <laughs> thing about this one. Like, okay, they start deciding to make a new Amityville. They're making a TV movie, and they're like, "All right, so who can we get to to <laughs> to tackle this beast?" They're like, you know what? The only person that can do the fourth Amityville is the person who made the first Amityville. With James Brolin. What was his name again? What was the director's name? Because didn't he do Cool Hand Luke? Didn't we realize this? We found out he was like actually really accredited. But yeah, then he somehow switched to Amityville. Oh, yeah. So who you're thinking of was the dude with the mustache, uh, Stuart Rosenberg? Mm. Rosenberg. Well, okay. So that has nothing to do with this then. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Wrong, wrong guy, wrong guy. But uh, so what? Did this guy write the first one? Yeah, so he did the screenplay oh, for the first okay. one because it's like based off a book. Mm. But he did the movie screenplay for it, and then they were like, "All right, get that guy back." And not only is he going to do the screenplay for this one, he's also going to direct it because he'd done a bunch of like TV stuff. Like he's no, he'd done a bunch of TV shows and like Got pilots it. and movies, or whatever. And they bring this guy in, Sandor Stern. They're like, all right, Sandor. Sandor Stern? That sounds fake. It does, but apparently he's a person. It's a disguised name. The name Sandor is really dumb. I know a Sandor, like I knew one back in high school, and I was like, (laughs) it's just like, I don't get the name. He's offended all Sandors. I don't know any Sandors. It's real, dude. I don't have anything against the name. It just, Sandor Stern sounds um, awfully fake to me. A very, very made up name. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's any relation to Howard Stern. No, I don't think so. No. No? Okay. Well, that's all I got. Maybe he directed private parts. I don't fucking know. Maybe. 
Well, that that's what I maybe Howard Stern is Sandor Stern. That would be hilarious, actually, if we found out this all came back to Howard Stern. Somehow. Dude, if Howard Stern was out here making Amityville movies, like maybe it all makes sense. That shit would be so out of pocket. It would make so sense. They already are out of pocket. Yeah. It would already make sense. I know, I know, but it would be like, I would love it actually if Howard Stern directed. Yeah, because it would just be like raunchy and fucking weird, and I would love it. You know what, dude? I mean, uh, are we going to start talking about Howard Stern? Because I have such a weird, like, love-hate no, relationship with him. No, he's problematic. Yeah, he's very problematic. But if we just think about him as a, a being, he's pretty, he's pretty funny. <laughs> you know what, man? I rewatched Private Parts, like, actually just a few months ago. Like, I hadn't seen it since mm-hmm. I was in, like, middle school or high school. But I rewatched it recently, and I was like, oh, dude, I still really love this movie and, like, this story. Like... Because I I, I, yeah. I I will always have, like, an undying love for, like, you know, the dude that just, like, came up and was like, fuck you guys. I'm not going to listen to your roles. I'm going to talk about whatever the hell I want. Like, I'm going to go against mm-hmm. all of your fucking mainstream censored bullshit. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, you know, even though he's so problematic, like, I also get why he went to the point that he did. Because it's just, like, you're in this world where he, he yeah. still did pave a way for, you know, like, certain parts of radio that would have never been a thing. So it's like... Oh, my gosh. He was, like, so prolific in the 90s. I remember my dad and my mom watched Howard Stern show. Dude, I remember, like, being in the car and, like, fucking serious and fucking just Howard Stern all the time. Howard Stern, real sex, and what was it? Taxi cab confessions. They were all, like, back to back to yeah. back to back to back. <laughs> Do you remember just, like, being, like, in the car sometimes and listening to the radio and you would hear, like, Howard Stern? You were just like, fuck, I want to see what's going on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. People are just getting fucking naked in the studio. No idea what's going on. Incredible. Anywho, sorry, we just went on a little Howard Stern rant. But, uh, Sandor Stern. Sandor Stern (laughs) is the guy we're talking about. And Sandor Stern came back. He wrote the screenplay for this. He wrote, he directed it. And then they were like, hey, dude, so... This movie, we want to base it off of the book, Amityville for the Evil Escapes, which is like a bunch of short stories. It's not just like one whole book. And he he read it, and he was like, yeah, no, I don't really want to do that. Um, how about we just use that name because I like the name, and I'll just make this whatever the fuck I want. And they were like, all right, Sandor, I guess that's what you want to do. Whatever you want. But what I don't get is, like, I get that part, you know, if he's like, okay, cool title, maybe we could do something with it. It's, apparently he took, like, a little bit from it. Like, maybe the lamp part. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the book. I don't plan to. Actually, I do plan to. I would like to read yeah, that. Yeah, Caleb, are you going to read it? Dude, you know what? Yes, I think we should. I think you should. How about, how about after we finish no, these Amityville no movies? No, there's no we. Don't loop me into this bullshit. No, after we finish, I signed up for Amityville, and that's it. After we finish no, the Amityville you. movies, I'm not doing it. we read all of the Amityville fuck books. You. We start. I don't read, so fuck we you. We start Amityville no, never Horror happen. Soup edition. We start. This turns into Amityville only, and we start reading the book. We do everything involved with Amityville. We will have content for the rest of our lives based off of Amityville, and we will be Amityville historians like we've dreamed of. You can call your little friends James and all your other friends because I won't be doing that shit. I'm not reading. I'm not reading. It's me and you till the end, babe. I'm not reading. I'm not reading. I'll take your ass down. We'll do audiobooks. No. You can go hang out with all your other friends. Okay, here, Kim. Kim, I will personally... Nope, read the nope, Amityville's no out, and I will record it into a microphone, and you can listen to that. And I will give you like, spe- and it will be only for you. And I'll record little Kimism, so it's like a podcast just for you. 
No. You know what would be a great idea? We cover I Know What You Did Last Summer every week. Wait, Kim. Actually, what I just said a second ago is perfect. We will do Amityville readings. We will read them together, and we will do a podcast of us reading the Amityville book together. I don't know why you keep saying we. I will not be doing this. You're going to be involved in this. You're You're lucky I signed up for the movies. You're lucky that I signed up for the movies. You are here for the long haul. Don't push it. You're here for the long haul. No, I'm not. You heard it here first, guys. No, I'm not. Kim, anyways, not, I swear Norster. to God, if you keep fucking with me, I will start. I will fly to your. I will fly to your goddamn you. home every month. Please to do, do Amityville Please with you. do fly to my home. We can fight in the street. I've been waiting for this day. Well, let's get it. Actually. I don't even fucking care. Amityville. Let's we'll get fight it. In, yeah, let's fucking get it. I will fly you let's out to it. the yeah. Amityville house, and we can fight in front of it. Every, yeah, everybody be ready. It's going to be paper fucking view. Fuck Floyd Mayweather and all those people. Fuck Tune Logan Paul. Tune into Caleb and I's fight outside of, yeah, it's going to be Caleb and I outside of the Amityville Boathouse getting fucking down in the Bro, streets. Bro, let's go. And who's going to win? Obviously me. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. All right, whatever. Let's move on. There's another thing, and apparently Kim, I just found out today, guys, I just found out today that Kim has never seen Evil Dead 2. Which is a problem. Yeah, sorry. That's a problem. Why'd you have to put me on blast? What the fuck? It is weird. It is weird. I don't know why I haven't. It's just, it's weird. I just haven't seen it. I feel like I can't think of any movies that I've mentioned to you that you've been like, nope, never seen it. I know. I... I haven't seen it. I don't know what else to say. I'll watch it. There's really no reason why I haven't either. I just, like, haven't watched it. I, it's like it's just as good as the first Evil Dead, is if not better. Like I go in between wow. both of them, where like one of them is my favorite and the other one is like it's hard for me to go concisely with one. But they're both literally just they're mm-hmm. both five star movies easily. Okay, well I'll probably check it out this week. Don't be my to do because I actually need to. That kind of threw me off because I thought you were going to be really excited to find out that this old chick named <laughs> Peggy in the anymore. movie. Yeah, no, it's kind of weird because there's this old chick named Peggy in the movie and. She plays Henrietta in Evil Dead 2, which not only is amazing, like, Henrietta is easily the coolest deadite ever made in the world. I like that name Henrietta also. I used to have this game on my computer. It's a bunch of chickens. Isn't that funny? Her name is Henrietta. Get it? Like a hen. Rietta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what I think of. I think of the Fratelli song, Henrietta. Who's Fratelli? Uh, you've definitely heard. Sounds every- like a. Dude, here's the thing. Most people. It's like an acapella group. Most people have not, will not recognize the name Fratelli's, but I can guarantee that everyone has heard a Fratelli song. Sounds like a family Italian restaurant. Let me see. I think it's Chelsea Dagger is the song that everyone knows. Hold on. Let me play it for you real quick. I'll probably have to cut it out of this. Maybe I could play like a second or two of it. It's like nineties, right? No. I feel like this was in a commercial. Or was it eighties? I feel like this was in a commercial. I didn't know that that that's not what I was expecting. Uh two thousand six. Two thousand six? I said the nineties. Maybe this is an original. Maybe this is maybe this is a cover, but I don't think it is. No, I don't think so because this has forty million views. So there's no way this has to be yeah. the original. Yeah, look, this is the most popular unknown song of all time. 
It really is. Yeah, so you've definitely heard that wow. song millions of times. What's it called? Fer- uh, the Fertellis. Fertellis. Yeah, it sounds like an Italian family restaurant. Fertellis. I think it kind of sounds like, oh, yeah, it does. Or maybe like an old school, like, doo-wop kind of thing, Do you want fettuccine or do you want, you yeah. Want a fede- yeah, you yeah. want a fettelli, yeah. 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 with the linguine and the fettuccine and the bini, the bini. Let's move the fuck on because we're like, okay. we haven't even talked about this Hashtag movie. move the fuck on. Yeah. Hashtag move the fuck on. It's probably a good thing that we went into some Amityville based tangents for a while on this one because mm-hmm. really, what the fuck is this shit about? This is one of those things that like, um, there's some things that you can, there's some movies actually that you can talk about without writing notes for. But if I didn't have like some kind of basis for this. I would literally just sit here confused and scared. I don't have any notes. Well, yeah, but you're going to- I think this- You know how it goes around here. I think this. I think it's a metaphor for um, to not let anybody cast their light upon you and not let anyone dim your light. Because we as humans tend to let people do that. And what Sandor was trying to tell us is, metaphorically, that's not okay. We should cast our light, do our thing, and don't let people take advantage of your light in their house. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. (laughs) This was a self-help episode, (laughs) and that's where we're going to leave it. (laughs) I so much want to disagree with you, and as much as I do, I really can't- Can't say I'm wrong. I can't say you're wrong. Because we don't know. Like, no one really knows. So, do we want to give, I guess, the listener- It's about a lamp, guys. (laughs) This whole movie is about a lamp. I'm just going to come out and say it. We're just going to say, we already said it. We're just going to sit here this whole time saying, so guys, so guys, wait, let let us break it down for you. It's about a lamp. It's about a lamp. (laughs) A very interesting shaped lamp. It's like a tree. Is it like trying to be a tree? It's a tree with like little like rosebud like lights at the end of its hands. It has Mm -hmm. bark and it has like a, a magician's like, globe at the or like a crystal genie's globe with the yeah. whatever the crystal, crystal ball, ball whatever the fuck crystal you want to call it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah crystal ball at the top of its head that's a light so it's just standing like i know you guys can't see me but a scarecrow kind of so it was the last one that started out with people walking like into the house and there was ninjas and stuff right Mm-hmm. yep your favorite you love that ninja man okay so i thought that was going to be like what was happening here because a bunch of people just start Heading mm-hmm. on into an Amityville house, you know, strapped the crosses. So I was like, is there going to be another ninja? Because mm-hmm. if so. I got excited because they came in hot with the bishops. There were like five priests and bishops running into a house. And I was like, you know what time it is. I don't know what that is. Lady Gaga? I don't know what Caleb just showed me. Lady Gaga Oreos. I got excited because I saw them all running in with their blessing sticks. And I was like, I know what time blessing it is. Blessing stick. Blessing stick. <laughs> blessing I would have. I would have loved at the door swing over there. It's like, blessing stick, blessing <laughs> stick. And they were sprinting upstairs. That would have been a great intro. But the intro wasn't bad. Like, I was like, okay, well, some shit's going down in this Amityville house. There's clearly some sort of cleansing they're about to do. Well, we know the house is definitely haunted because there are chandeliers swinging. 
Mm-hmm. And there's like five priests in there. Not just one this time. Five. And I'm sorry, and the lamp was there like just to begin with, right? Yep, yep. It was in there was nobody in the house, but the lamp was upstairs. And the walls are bleeding. Yeah, the walls are bleeding. I take it at this point, the family that was in there had evacuated, and they had called the priest to figure the shit out. And yeah, they went up to this room with the lamp, and the walls are bleeding, and they realize the lamp is the problem, and chaos and fuckery. Well, I don't think they realize the lamp. I don't think they realize the lamp the is one a problem. Guy did, like, because he saw the face in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a face <laughs> appears in the lamp, and then it throws him across the room, and then he's like, "Oh, so there's a problem." <laughs> It just looks like a, like, monster. I don't even know what it is. Like, what is that? <laughs> it's like a goblin just in the lamp. And he's like... <gasps> you know what it is? Oh, my God. What? It's the devil from Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Oh, that's a great movie. Dude, but isn't that what it is? It looked just like the devil's face. I don't remember the devil's face in that movie. I haven't seen Tenacious D for years. It's just really, like, bony and, like, structured and, like, weird. Like, it looks like, you know, like a... I take your word for it. It looks like a dark crystal little troll or whatever. No, because it didn't have, like, the like the prolonged face. Are you talking about, like, the Skeksis? Yeah. Because Skeksis have, like, they almost they look like the Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, they do. It was basically some old crusty wizard man in the lamp and the priest made eye contact with him and then the, he like flew across the room and all hell broke loose you guys it was fucking chaos this is the most suspenseful shit i've ever seen i was on edge caleb what about you were you scared i was fucking scared yeah i was scared but i was even more scared uh in the next scene because they go over to like they're having a yard sale and then at first i'm like okay cool that's fine they're having a yard sale it's consisting of like an old white lady with a thick headband buying a haunted lamp she cuts her hand on the lamp they move on but then i go into imdb and i read they're like oh yeah so the beginning of the movie uh they had a they had a yard sale because the lutz family had a yard sale and i was like bro i'm actually going to commit arson on myself that's so stupid <laughs> I, I didn't realize that. But yeah, they're selling away all the artifacts of a haunted house, which makes a lot of sense. Now all these different haunted objects can go to different houses, and the Amityville series can just keep fucking going on for years and years because now all these families have one or two objects from this haunted fucking house. <laughs> but Kim, you know what's the funniest part about that? Remember like way back in the day, I think it, maybe it was when we covered the first Amityville or something, when me, you, and James started talking about... Uh, making our own Amityville, and we were saying that like something was gonna yes. like get spread around the world, and then they would keep being Amityvilles. But apparently, the series already the did that. We were too late. Yeah, we were behind the fucking curve, way behind the fucking curve. So yeah, they had this yard sale. But Kim, exactly what you're talking about with the yard sale, they were trying to parallel that with the Lutz family. Uh, you know, murderers and stuff, or no, not the Lutz. Wait, yeah, I think. Or maybe it was the DeFeo family. I don't know. They were trying to parallel either the... We don't know who they're paralleling at this point, I guess. I know that they're paralleling um, one of the families that was involved in the Amityville house having a yard sale. What relevance that yard sale has to actual hauntings, I don't know. But that is the information that I have and that I am giving to the people. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That was really crucial to my knowledge. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But also what's really crucial is the fact that the uh, aunt lady or sister or whatever the hell she is, she cuts her mm-hmm. hand on aunt. the lamp and then her friend, I think it was, or I don't know who it was. I think that was a sister or some shit. Just, yeah, some old, yeah, some old lady. Well, she <laughs> tells her to get a tetanus shot and mm-hmm. she doesn't. Yep. She doesn't. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten a tetanus shot, but uh, you should because you may slice your hand on a haunted lamp and then you get tetanus. Well, you get... You get finger zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also known as tetanus. But I would say that hers is a little different. It's a different case. I wonder if anyone we know has had tetanus. If you guys have, let us know. Let us know what the side effects were like. Kim, are you are you trying to say that their finger could have possibly looked like hers? Because I'm going to tell you right now that there's no way. No, I'm just saying tetanus in general. Like, you know, you always hear at the doctor, get your tetanus shag, get when you're little, and it's like, well... What would happen if I didn't, you know? So I, I want to know. know if anybody has had it. You know, let us know what that shit's like. I don't know. I mean, that's a good Anyways. point. I've probably cut myself on many things that probably would have required a tetanus shot, and I haven't got one. Right? So, I mean, I don't know. You haven't gotten it? Oh, shit. That explains a lot. Yeah. Oh, you mean my tetanus disease? Yeah, my, my haunted finger lamp? Yeah. You, uh, you're you a wa- walking tetanus Oh. breakout at this point. <laughs> Well, we pretty much find out that this lamp is on some fuck shit, and the family moved into the house. The how uh, the cat starts squealing at the lamp. Well, they the family moves into their grandma's house, right? Like she's already been living in the Amityville house. Oh, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. The grandma is the aunt who just sliced her hands, sister. Yeah, so she yeah. sent her that lamp because she just moved into a house nearby. She sent her that lamp as a housewarming gift. So. The grandma of the main family that takes over the story, they had nothing. They're not in the Amityville house at all. They're at the grandma's house. But the haunted lamp has been sent to her house as a gift from that yard sale. So now it brought the evil. The evil escaped. But, oh, so that's not an so Amityville, not house, Amityville house, house at all. Nope. It was just a nope. lamp that was associated to the Amityville house and got exactly. sent out. So now it isn't. The evil escaped. They started explaining like what the lamp, the priest was like, so it's going to escape from the lamp into a house, back into another house, and then when it leaves the house, it will go into an inanimate object, back to a child, back to the house, and then into the lamp again. And I was like, all right, so I don't know where this starts or where this ends, but I know that I'm really fucking confused. Yeah, no, It. she sends the lamp because they go to her house and her hand's all fucked up. She's like, oh, signing off all the papers to get it sent over there. Yeah, I remember, Bitch. and he was like, oh, lady, your hand looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it's just a little slice. It's like purple. It's like green slime coming out. I've had a worse slice than that before. And then it cuts mm-hmm. right to her, like in the hospital, mm-hmm. like on her yeah. deathbed. She's like, oh, I was just finger banging myself so hard last week. Uh, <laughs> it'll it'll recover. Don't worry. <laughs> Slams why? the door to his face. <laughs> Kim, why are you the most disgusting person I know? I love you. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. I would have died. Her Kim, old ass. <laughs> Kim, okay, I'm looking at my notes right now, and I got so bored watching at one point that uh, my fifth note just says eggs. <laughs> 
this was the okay the first i thought i had been watching the movie for an hour and i paused it and it said 32 minutes and i was like oh my god dude i'm gonna nose dive (laughs) the first like yeah the first one third of this movie absolutely nothing happened the chick cuts her hand on the lamp and then they're just at this point they're just moving into the house and looking Mm -hmm. at the lamp and discussing uh like what they're gonna do every day Mm -hmm. yeah so like imagine okay imagine this imagine you actually just moved into your grandma's house and you're like a 40 year old woman and you're talk and you're there with your three kids and you're discussing how the life you're gonna live is gonna be how the life you're gonna live is gonna be mm-hmm. for the next year or whatever that's exactly what you see on screen for 30 minutes on screen yeah so yeah the the grandma just moved in this house the aunt sent her this lamp and then the the grandma her daughter the 40 year old mom comes to stay with her and she brings her three kids because her she's newly widowed her husband just died how did he die again? Did they even say? I think they did. I feel did. like they say cancer. I feel like they, say, they just said he got sick, so I guess I just assumed. Yeah, he just kind of dies. So yeah, now they're staying with the grandma to get back on their feet, and this is, of course, when the haunting and possession begins. Um, but yeah, nothing happens. For a while, they have this dinner scene, and it's at least seven minutes long. It's just the mom talking to the grandma or whatever. And she's just like, oh, yeah, the daughter's been uh, talking to her dead dad a lot lately. And that's kind of annoying me. And they're just like, all right, well. Yeah, the grandma's like, that's normal. Like, that's like, oh, yeah. not normal, grandma. That's cool. It's not a big deal. And then, you know what? During that first 30 minutes, how many times do you think we cut to the lamp just, like, harassing animals by glowing aggressively? <laughs> that's a good question. A lot. In the beginning, I I was so convinced that there wasn't going to be a single kill in this movie. Kill, right. I thought there were going to be animal kills. I thought it was just going to be like lamp versus animal (laughs) Amityville edition. I love that the first kill was the parrot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't... In the toaster. You know, yeah, let's just talk about that right now because I don't even get that. (laughs) So the grandma has a pet parrot, which is stupid well you know okay you know what that comes like right now let me just set up a few things right before that parrot thing so the grandma has this parrot she likes the parrot and while they're having a conversation like you start to see that stuff's a little bit haunted because like there's the dead dad talk and then like the wife and the dead dad's like song comes on they're like oh how did oh, that... the radio yeah how did that mm-hmm. happen and then right after that they're like oh yeah well that must be a good sign a welcome home gift or whatever and then she goes to grab her teapot burns the fuck out of her hand Mm-hmm. And then the radio shuts off. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a thing. The reason I was like cutting it off before we get to the parrot is because I'm gonna forget this if I don't mention it. There's a part where like, okay, she's talking about her dead dad, or well, her dead husband, because it's the the mom at this point. And she's looking at the picture, and she's like rubbing his face. She's like, oh, fondly remembering. And then someone comes up behind her, and it's a fully like grown adult's hand that goes on her shoulder. And, like, grabs her from the back. And then she's like, oh, you scared me, sweetie. And then it cuts to an 11-year-old. Oh, her daughter. <laughs> Did you notice how that was an adult's hand? I didn't notice the hand. That's why I was like, where are you going with this? No, dude, because they cut, like, they did this little cut because it's, like, the camera's right mm-hmm. behind the girl that's sitting, or the mom that's sitting there and, like, you know, Should rubbing the, the picture. And then mm-hmm. a hand goes on her. And you, the hand is literally the size of Giant her hand. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's clearly an adult's hand and it's at like in different angle and then it cuts over and it didn't even look like she was wearing the same shirt. It was just like a similar shaded white shirt mm-hmm. that she was wearing and I was like, 
wait, why did you even have to use an adult hand for that? No idea. And she's like, I want to sleep with you, mommy. Also, can we backtrack? The grandma put a like a little um, blanket over the birdcage for it to sleep at night. Is that a normal thing? Do birds it- need a little blanket over the cage when they sleep? Yeah, probably because I, th- I think I've seen that before because they get like kind of stressed out um, oh. just seeing everything around them. Like there are a lot of cu- types of animals that like, you know, prefer to sleep in the darkness. It's kind of like and I see that, too, because you know what? I prefer to sleep in the darkness. Well, I, I don't like to sleep with the lights on either. I just thought, I thought it was, she was like going to suffocate it. But I was like, I don't know. I know nothing about parrots. So no, I've seen I've um, never owned parrots, but I have seen a lot of parrot owners like put a blanket over. So I assume it's OK. You know, it's common. Yeah, it's like it probably calms them down. So the grandma kisses the parrot goodnight and uh, puts a blanket over it. And then the next morning, first of all, fuck this grandma. She's a shitty grandma. So she wakes up and she's just sitting there downstairs with her fucking uh, little towel over her hand. And she's just drinking coffee and the sun comes down. He's like, Grandma, where's breakfast? (laughs) And she's like, oh, I, I guess I could make some. (laughs) <laughs> so I guess I'll cook up some. Ed- well, I think it's because the mom was like, "Hey, can you? Oh, you do want to watch my kids? Okay, cool. Thanks, mom." And then, how does this exactly happen again? She's cooking. They smell something on the toaster oven. <laughs> no. So what happens? Here's what happened. Here's my amnesia. It's kicking in. Right before the fly or the uh, the toaster oven, the flies appear. So you know something bad's about to happen. And actually, we only get one fly appearance in this movie. Yeah, there's not not a lot of flies. No, it's just flies on the lamp. Like, they just mm-hmm. had to put flies mm-hmm. in the movie somehow, which I do appreciate. Yeah, we can. That's probably my favorite part of Amityville. If I have to pick something. They always put the flies in there. I'm always, like, patiently, like, waiting for the flies. Like, so unnecessary. They're like, we gotta do it! So you see the flies at 23 minutes and 35 seconds, and then... Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got timestamps for these Specific. now. And then um, you just see the little boy, who, by the way, that little boy is fucking disgusting. His hair and his face. I'm sorry. His hair and his face is just fucked up. He has like, the buffest hair. He looks like a hair. biggest tool. He has a very punchable face. It's It's a face that you just want to punch. He does, and his hair is just so buff, and it's like a mullet, but yeah. not a mullet at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's like a short little mullet, and he's just an idiot. We'll get into his ass, but he's a very punchable boy. Well, I was annoyed right here, because he opens up the toaster, and he's just like, Mom! And then you look at the toaster, and it's like, I think we were su- the cat like meowed and walked away, so I think we were supposed to believe that they thought that the cat took the fucking parrot out of the cage and then put it in the toaster and closed the toaster. That would have been hilarious. No, Kim. <laughs> not going to lie. It is hilarious. I'm going to say it's not it not that it would have been hilarious. It is hilarious because that is what they tried to play that off as. I didn't notice that. At one point they were like, "Oh, I'm beginning to think grandma thinks that what happened today was our fault." And they were like, "No, honey, she took responsibility for leaving Fred's cage unlocked." So they all, the whole entire family fully believes that the cat put the parrot inside of the toaster oven and turned the toaster oven on. Cats are pesky. They might. But dude, like that's a reach. I know. It is a reach. I mean, to be honest, even I love that they were like, you know what? Our first kill in this movie, we're just going to put a fucking parrot in the toaster oven. I, I like animals, you guys. I don't condone animal cruelty, but that was pretty fucking funny. 
And how come the kid and like, you know, we said he was very punchable, but I guess we should probably say he's also like 10. Like that kid was totally so like, <laughs> I, you know what? Actually, he almost looked 40, but like, I feel he like did. he was 10. He looked old. It no, was he weird. was 10, but he had a face of a p- punchable 40 year old. When he opens the toaster, he's not even like sad. He's just like, mom. <laughs> I don't know what my reaction would be to if a parrot fell out of my grandma's toaster oven. <laughs> Bro, if I was like 10 and I opened a toaster and there was a dead parrot, like a, t- a parrot that I, I know they hadn't lived there for that long, but even if I met yeah. the parrot a few times and then it was in the I toaster, the I would have freaked the fuck out. That would also smell so bad. So terrible. Like, they were just chilling and just making breakfast casually. It just, like, rolled out. But I love that they're like, that's going to be our first death. If you would have told me by the 4th Amityville there'd be a parrot death, I wouldn't have believed you. But oh, now really? anything goes. Yeah. Oh, I would have believed it completely. Because here's what I think. I feel like I almost thought that there was going to be an am- uh, an Amityville. I almost referred to an animal as an Amityville. Um <laughs> I almost thought there was going to be an animal death in every Amityville because, like... Oh, because of the dog. Yeah, but then again, we watched the first one. Did the dog even die mm-hmm. in the first one? It didn't, right? No. Mm-mm. We just always, no. always thought it did. So which sequel did yeah. we watch where the dog died? The dog died. It had to have been the second one because it didn't die in the third. I don't think... Did a dog die in the second one? It was The second one? No, dude. After the first one, they're not even about the same family. Yeah, there was a there was a sketchy dog scene in one of them though. I remember that. I just can't remember which one. Well, I don't know which one it could have been because I used to always think that it was like, even when I watched it like way back in the day when I thought I was watching like the first Amityville and the second Amityville. I've since realized that there is no possible way because the second one, uh, it was like that son, and like a mother and something else. Remember, it was like that incest. That was the incest one where the son was. I know you remember that one. You know, I remember the incest, and that was the one with the dude from Rocky. And then the third one, who who were the characters in that? You're asking the wrong girl. I remember the name of that. Well, the third one also wasn't about like just the standard like you know father, wife, mm-hmm. kids, and then this one was mm-hmm. about a widowed mother. Her middle child, her, her like younger son, or no, her older child, her middle son, and then her young daughter. Mm-hmm. So like they, none of these follow a formula whatsoever. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't. I just wouldn't have expected a parrot. And you know what I realized too? This one's also like, this one's a sequel to the original because they reference the original killings and they even reference like 1979 was the last time something happened, but they don't reference wow. any of the other movies. Yeah, that I mean that would make sense. It is based off a book, so I guess they did have to follow. I guess some, some sort of a, yeah, continuation. But what about the book? Like, was that even the fourth installment of the book, or was that just like? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was just a separate book. I don't think it, were there books on the other ones. Uh, there was a book on the original for sure, because that's how it started. Remember, they wrote like their book and everything. They did their movie, blah blah blah. I don't think this was a fourth installment. I think this was a separate book. Dude, it's just so weird, like, how this how this all goes down. Parrot dies. That's our first death. Our first kill of the movie. I don't even know the parrot's name. Sad. Uh, Fred. R.I.P. His name was Fred. What? What's a stupid parrot name? Uh, the cat was also named Pepper. Shout out Pepper. Yeah, shout out to Pepper. Is that a common pet name? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I was shocked when I heard it. I've never shout met another one. Shout out to fucking one. Pepper. Yeah, well, you did today. I think it's because the cat looked like Pepper. That's why we named Pepper Pepper, because he has, yeah, like, he's a dapple, so he has, like, fur. brown, gray, and black, so we were like, Pepper. Yeah. Um, 
did you notice when the like higher priest guy like hears that they that the other one wants to go back to the house and he has like this idiotic face he's like what well he's like if you would have told me what did he say like five years ago that house of haunted i wouldn't believe you but now i believe it is i'm like so the priest now they now believe it's haunted well i think he was i think he was trying to say and i'm gonna go ahead and just take context clues by the fact that this was written by the guy who made the original i think he was trying to say that that was the original priest Mm. because he was like oh 12 years ago this happened blah 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 and i wouldn't have believed it but now i believe it i think he's trying to say that that guy right now was the priest that we saw in the original yeah that makes sense which is stupid no one there's not a single person in the world who would have remembered that or who would have tried to put that together but no that's definitely what that guy was trying to do or cared yeah no like, it doesn't matter. It's like when you try to call out a character that no one gives a fuck about, and then Give you're like... Give a fuck about. You know what it's like? It's like in Friday the 13th Part 5, when, like, they <laughs> show that fucking ambulance driver in the very beginning, and then he turns out to be mm. Jason at the end of the movie. It's like, everyone's like, and you're wait, like, who the... Who? Like, when they reveal why? his face, why everyone's like, the who connection? is that guy? <laughs> yeah, shitty red herrings. Yeah, it's like, you know, you can't do a red herring unless it's notable and people are going to remember it. And that's basically like, this wasn't a red herring, but it's like a call out that makes no fucking sense. Like, you can't do that. I didn't even think about that. They did. I actually, this was like the one priest that actually was right minded. Like, I have nothing negative to say about this priest. I think he got a new actor. And then they tried to give him, like, a redemption story. That He was like, the the writer was like, no, you know, I really wanted this priest to be a cool guy in the original, but I didn't direct it, and they didn't depict him as a cool guy. So now that I'm writing and directing, he's going to be a badass. Yeah, this priest knew what he was doing. He's like, we got to get the fuck out of the house. And he was, like, younger, too. Most of the priests are older. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, he was mm-hmm. an old fuck, but, like, he was a younger old like a fun- Like, he could still walk without a cane, basically. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he was probably in his 40s, right? I don't think he was any older. What the fuck are you talking about? He was, like, balding and gray and wrinkled. No, not the one who came up, like, the main priest. Oh, no. Okay, well, the guy I was talking about this whole time that was, like, based off of the other one was the old guy. Oh, no, no. He was a badass, too, but no, sorry. Okay, well, the only difference is that this one takes place a little bit in the future, so he kind of stepped down from his Amityville uh, visiting mantle, and he gave the mantle to a younger, big-headed man. Mm -hmm. But that younger, big-headed man knew what the fuck he was doing. I thought he was going to be really annoying. The priests were on it in this one. They finally figured it out after five movies. Your face... Wait, you didn't think he was annoying? No. Bro, he walked into a hospital and he was like, guys, have you ever heard of a lamp? And they were like, you know what? I've heard of that lamp. And he was like, oh my God, I gotta go and get that lamp. Yeah, he at least he knew he realized that the lamp was causing the issues. He wasn't terrible. He didn't just sit there and let flies cover his face. I'll give him that. (laughs) Well, the flies weren't around. I feel like if anyone was to be covered with flies, it would have been him. That may be fair. (laughs) I kind of liked it. You know what, Kent? I really don't know, like, what constitutes you liking and not liking these Amityville movies. Because to me, this one was way more aggravating than the last few. Oh, no. It definitely wasn't as good. Yeah, this one was just like irrelevant, as they all are. But like, nothing really happened. I feel like. Oh, you're a, you're a liar. They got the police, or they got 
<laughs> remember that part where like the fucking father just like has connections with the cops and he's like hey guys i have a phone number can you get me an address and a location and their first and last name social security number <laughs> the cops are like works. yeah sure yeah sure anything you need that's how it works just come by tomorrow we'll have everything you need i'm sure james H- hudson can uh, attest to that that's how it works in the priest world oh i'm sure if i called james for any information he would just be like yeah sure I got you. Yeah, one second. One sec. Let me pull up my database here. Let me talk to my friends at the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what scene are we at? Okay, Parrot dies. Kim, we're past the paradigm. We're on to priest shit now. We're in like oh, the yeah, priest yeah, neighborhood, the priest. dude. The, it, yeah. We're on to like pretty much we go. This movie has three sections. It's the family moving into the house, which takes up a majority mm-hmm. of the movie. And then there's the yeah. priest finding out where the lamp resides. And then it's the priest halfway chubbing into the house. Chubbing? Is that he's like He's like half like chubbed in the house. Like a boner? Because he wants to go in the house, but he's not like venturing oh, in all I the get way. What you're he's half chubbed. Uh, yeah, just the tip. Yeah, yeah. He's just sticking the tip in. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He was. You're right. You're right. He was tipping it. All right. So we're in the uh, we're in that middle section. So he's trying to figure out. He doesn't know where the lamp is. He's trying to figure out where the fuck it is. He thought it was still at the Amityville house. But he didn't realize it got sold in the yard sale. Yeah, and then he's while he's trying to find the house, you know, we kind of just go back and forth between him trying to locate everything and trying to talk to the aunt that's in the hospital. But then we go back to the kid too. Like we're in between both things. We go to the kid, and he goes into the fucking garage. He just sees a chainsaw, and he's like, he grabs it, and he's like, nur, 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 nur. I thought that was in the basement. Or basement, basement, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I said attic. Ba- which, which makes no sense. Why the fuck is there a chainsaw in the basement? <laughs> which, yeah, you know, you're completely right, because there's just one woman living at that house, like, before they moved in two days earlier. So... Really, I don't know why there was, like, all all those tools and stuff down there. And that's not me being sexist. It's me saying that I know for a fact that it that specific woman in that house was not working on anything. Well, it doesn't make sense. You would think you weren't wrong. You would think your chainsaw would be in the garage, not the basement. So you don't have to go in your basement, carry a chainsaw all the way up the stairs. Well, what I was assuming is that that basement acted as their garage. So I get the placement of all the tools and stuff. But I don't get why there was so much there because that chick looked like even if that grandma like had a husband, he's been dead for like 15 years. So maybe like get rid of all that stuff. It's just her and Henrietta. Exactly. And Henrietta just showed up like two days ago. Oh, wait. Or is Henrietta? Who's Henrietta? Henrietta. Oh, sorry. What's her name? Peggy. Peggy. Sorry. I said Henrietta. Oh, her maid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Henrietta Evil Dead. Okay. Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. my brain went somewhere else. Once I get off of one topic. So she, uh, so yeah, the son, or yeah, this grandson's in the basement with the chainsaw, and out of nowhere, he can't control the chainsaw. It just takes well, because it over turns on out of nowhere. It turns on, but then he can't control where it goes, and he just starts fucking cutting and slicing into like the walls, the staircases, like nonstop. And he's just like, Aah! to be fair, he is like ten. I mean, he looks forty, he and like you know, he gets the feet. We have the feel of like he should be able to handle it because he's forty. But in reality, I guess he's technically well, not forty. Can't my thing is this? Can't he just drop it? Can he not let it go? I don't know. I would be. I don't think I would let it go that far. But like, I guess if you drop a chainsaw, you know, like it's gonna start bouncing around and Moving just start around, like going yeah. at your feet and shit. So I mean, like, 
it's not best to drop it in that situation. I thought he didn't seem like he was attempting to turn it off, but I don't know. Maybe he's 10 and he doesn't know how to turn it off, whatever. But he pretty much just destroys the whole house and then almost kills his grandma. And then other grandma yeah. steps in with a metal pipe. And then they start lightsaber battling. Yeah. Wait. The- okay. So if you back up. Yeah. So everybody upstairs starts to hear like some shit's going down in the basement. So they run down. They realize the grandson is uncontrollably uncontrollably being taken over by this chainsaw. So they're all trying to stop it, and nothing they do is working. And the, the grandma just, like, eats shit down the stairs. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. She, like, twisted her ankle and fell twisted all ankle, the way down the stairs. All the way down the stairs. And then they go, do, like, that POV shot where it's, like, it goes, first it goes right into her eyes, and then it's, like, you're seeing through her eyes. You see just the chainsaw <laughs> coming toward her. And then in slow-mo, like the slowest mo in the world it took like a whole minute the other grandma i think it was peggy or something mm-hmm, or it was maybe peggy. It was, yeah so peggy runs by she grabs a metal pipe and then comes back and then like puts it in front of the chainsaw and the holds chainsaw. it up into it until the chainsaw gets so dull and fucked up that it just turns off and falls down yeah and drops you're like really that's what stopped the chainsaw that's it <laughs> and like how did it not go through that metal pipe like where, first of right. all where did that metal pipe come from and come from like second of all how is it that strong that it destroyed the chainsaw before it even had a scratch on it but here's what i realized another trope when i was watching this scene in amityville is that somebody always has to eat shit down the stairs <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, there's always someone busting their shit on the stairs. <laughs> that scene reminded me of the first Twilight when, like, Kristen Stewart wakes up in the hospital and her mom's like, you fell down the stairs. And then it shows her, like, falling down a flight of stairs. And then she's like, and you went through a window. And she, like, flies through a window at the bottom of a set of stairs. Fuck Twilight. <laughs> but, like, how does a window end up at the bottom of stairs? No idea. Ugh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, the uh, everybody has to bust their shit in Amityville down the stairs at some point. That is a consistent trope that has to happen. It's tradition. Flies, someone has to eat shit down the stairs. And this time it was the grandma. <laughs> and I will go ahead and say that for the next 15 minutes, not a single thing happens. Well, the boyfriend. Well, where did that guy come from? He just showed up. He literally just showed up at their house. No, I know what happened. The grandma said, I got a guy who could take care of this. And then she calls an 18-year-old. In a Letterman jacket. Right, who clearly, like, wants to bone the granddaughter. Well, but not only that, the grandma is setting him up. He's like, she's like, hey, you want to fuck her? And he's like, you know I do. And she's like, yeah, that's right. Go get, go hang out in the attic with her. I literally thought that um, this guy just showed up and she knew him from high school. And I was like, okay. No, dude, because she's talking multiple times about how no one is cute in the entire place and she hasn't met anyone yet. Actually, I think at the time when she meets him... Oh, no, she had went to high school the first time by then. But she already told her mom, she was like, I don't know anyone. And then the grandma was like, yeah, let me call this guy to come work on it. And you think that she's going to call, like, a legit plumber, but she calls an 18-year-old boy in a Letterman jacket. 18-year-old boy. You know what also pissed me off? This is so minor. So when we're talking about fixing it, she's she's uh, throwing um, an entire giant mixing bowl of apple peels down the garbage disposal. And I'm like, hey, sweetie, that's not how it works. Like, why is she... Just throw it in the trash. Like, she literally... Her bowl is... Did you catch that? Her bowl is this big, and she's, like, taking handfuls of it and throwing it in the garbage disposal. And I'm like... No, yeah, of course I noticed it, because right after, she's wondering why the garbage disposal isn't working. It's like... Is it working? I'm like, you, you just literally threw an entire mixing bowl. <laughs> you used it as a trash can. 
like as a trash like garbage disposal is for the things that end up at the bottom not to throw things in like yeah so she fucks the garbage disposal so this guy in the letterman is supposed to fix it because he's clearly super handy we also realize well no let me set that up a little more we realize that the lamp is free thinking because she's mm-hmm. like going to unclog the garbage disposal. And it almost... Yeah, and it like starts <laughs> flickering the switch, to turn it on, but then it sees that he's walking in the room and it's like, oh, nope, can't do it yet. The lamp. Oh, and do you think that, I know it's evil, so that's the whole purpose, but do you think it's also because like the lamp was the dad? So maybe he's like, get away from my daughter. I don't think it was the dad. I think it's just pretending to be the dad. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it's the dad, because if it was the dad, why would it be thinking about turning on the garbage disposal on her? Yeah. (laughs) Well, have you seen her? We didn't like her very much. Oh, my God. No, you're right. She looks like a mix of, like, John Travolta, Harvey Weinstein, (laughs) and the Crimson Chin. She does not. She looks like none of those. But she's just, like, she actually, if anything, looked way older than, like, 18. Like, I thought she was, like, 35. No, that's what I'm saying. She took, like, five different forms that I didn't like at all. Like, I... I don't know. I know that's the worst thing in the world to say, but like she just made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it was weird. And I don't think the cameramen were doing her justice. Like they were giving her angles where I was just like, I, her face, and no one's going to see this except for Kim right here, but her face went like, like this. Like it was like, <laughs> these are her cheeks. Like they Is that go a bowling like pin? straight. D- yeah, it was like a bowling pin, but like the thickest bowling pin in the world. And then she also sometimes mm-hmm. looked like she had like, like an old pervert beard. <laughs> Well, apparently Letterman Jacket guy liked it. He was about it. So yeah, it was weird. He he just like steps into nowhere and he starts winking at her and he's like, I've I can fix and he shoves his entire hand down the garbage disposal, which is something you should never do. But Oh yeah, he takes the tape. He takes the tape. Yeah, he walks up and he's like, Never put your hand in there unless you like, you know, cover it for, like make sure it doesn't go down. And then he puts the tape on, but the thing goes down anyway, he still gets destroyed. He puts tape over the switch so that it can't flick down and then Yep, the lamp turns on the switch, has his hands on there, and his fucking hand just gets, like, there's blood everywhere. And he's just like, ah! He doesn't try to take it out either, and neither does the girl. Doesn't. She doesn't try to help. She's he just doesn't. like, ah! She's just standing there screaming, and his fucking hand. I thought he was dead for sure. Like, you lose that much blood, you're fucking right? toast. Dude, and but they're he like, didn't he'll die. be fine. He recovered. Yeah, they're like, he's going to be fine. He's going to recover. I'm like, he lost his entire fucking hand. And not only did he lose his hand, it got cut off like sliver by sliver. Grinded. Yeah, he got Mm-mm. fucked up. I did like Mm-mm. that. And then right after, the mom's like, all right, so electronics keep turning on and off on their own. So, guys, no more using anything electrical. And then the phone starts ringing and she immediately picks it up like two seconds later. Don't use anything electrical. Let's call a plumber to fix it all. <laughs> I was like, bro, do you? I think she was like under the impression that like because it's a phone line, it's not electronic. She's just like, oh no, that's different. Phones, no. But I'm like, do you think that's like that? That's manual. Like, what do you think it is? How do you describe it? 1989, maybe so. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then the sister dies in the hospital, so we're back to, like, the priest. And he keeps trying to mm-hmm. call the Amityville house. And then at one point, like, he tries calling it for the fifth time with no answer. And then it, the phone just talks to him in a demon voice, like, get the fuck out of here. And then the phone just starts <laughs> melting in his hand. 
And he's not even at the house. He's not. How is the phone melting when he's across the country? I love that this phone said, get the fuck out of here. There was literally a time where he was like, we're on the East Coast and they're on the West Coast. And I'm like, so you're telling me that haunted house is making his phone melt on the uh, on the opposite side of the country? The house is that haunted. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, so he realizes very quickly. So yeah, Aunt Helen died. You guys, she's dead as fuck. And no, no one knows. I love how just no one knows. No one knows she was even in the hospital. Well, because the phone has been blocking phone calls. Oh, I missed that. You missed that? No, that's why. He's been trying to call the whole time, and the phone's been, the house has been blocking all the calls. Oh, you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> now the ho- now it's not just the lamp. It's just, now it is her house. <laughs> this makes no sense when you say it out loud. It's basically just that Steven, uh, maximum overdrive. It's basically just maximum overdrive inside of the house. It just makes no sense. The more you say it out loud, you're like, yeah, what? The house was now blocking phone calls. I don't know, but, but that's what's happening. 100%. So cue the black water and then cue the plumber that's going to check on the black water. <laughs> so there are not many deaths in this movie, but the deaths that happen are very question. I don't get how this guy died and that fucking garbage disposal kid survived. This was my, this was my favorite death. Same. So the plumber's in the basement trying to fix the root of this quote-unquote plumbing issues so he like finds the pipe he's like it's an old fucking house so he's like underneath like almost like floorboards like the you know foundation of the house and he finds like the pipe that leads to like the garbage disposal in the sink upstairs and he's like trying to unscrew like the fucking bolts and shit to get it open and it's like stuck and he's struggling and it's really claustrophobic like it's a tight area (laughs) and he gets it open and then this like what literally looks like black paint like black finger paint just starts pouring out of this pipe onto his face but kim not just that he is hold on don't he, don't no, take it no don't no take not, it I'm, I'm not taking it you're forgetting to you're forgetting to add that he is trapped in place by one single two by four. Oh yeah one oh, yeah he's one <laughs> tiny piece of wood slightly falls it doesn't even fall down it like leans at an angle and he's like oh my god i can't get out (laughs) like he's stuck he's fucking stuck stuck. and this guy's big he has no reason to knock it out and then this black paint just shoots all over his face and starts like suffocating him like he starts drowning in black paint he's just like and it's like bubbling on his face we don't even see him suffocating it's just lightly dripping on his face and he's not even making noise but the best part is like out like black paint is spewing out but then out of nowhere what looks like i'm not kidding you a fake doll hand no 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 no, no, kim that that is not what looks like a fake doll hand that is a fake doll that is the fake doll hand that was used in season one of dexter with the ice cream truck killer that is the fake doll hand that was sent to dexter they literally were just like well we have a low budget so let's just throw this toy hand in there and make it fall so that was supposed to be the guy's hand that got chopped up <laughs> wait whose that was supposed to be like that's what was clogging the drain that was supposed wait. to be his hand caleb that's why i was crying I was wait. like that's his oh. fucking hand that flew out wait i'm totally i totally was supposed to pick up on that because someone's hand was destroyed in the garbage disposal right before i saw a hand coming out but that was a woman's hand with fake nails and yes, rings on it fake nails <laughs> 
I did not put two and two together because literally that hand was so far well, from big. what it's that hand big. could have ever been that I did not even think about. I completely well, forgot that guy's hand got shredded two seconds before that. Well, it's tiny, and to your point, it should be shredded. Like this hand is completely and it should be like a male manicured. Hand. Yeah, this hand is like completely manicured and like literally just looks like they pulled it off like a mannequin or a doll. Wait, and that oh falls and God, hits the plumber Kim. in the face. <laughs> Kim, oh my God. That I audibly laughed out loud in that one. I like laughed, but I was I was sitting I was sitting there wondering what woman's hand is this? I didn't even think for a second that it could have been that guy's hand that got shredded because there's so many factors like the shredded, right. the fact that he is a male that had regular shortcut fingernails and no rings and didn't have a like woman's physique. Like there's so much going on there, but I'm still so upset that I did not catch that. That that was his hand. That was uh, that was my favorite scene in the movie. Hands down. Well, and then not only and that. And the plumber just dies. And then he just dies. He just dies. Like, he doesn't even, to your point, he doesn't even really drown. I think that's what's technically supposed to happen. Like, the black goo. Also, why is it black? Which would make sense, but, like, it's not like that place filled up. Like, there was no way. All He the, he could have just closed his mouth or turned his <laughs> head to the side or done anything, and he would have survived. Anything. But apparently, he just sat there, and he let himself drown. He let himself drown. Under a two by four, dude. That two by four wasn't stopping him, like at all. That was not holding him in place. I don't know how we were supposed to believe <laughs> that, like, because it wasn't like because he was under something. So it's like you know you could have made that whole thing cave in, so he's actually stuck, and that pipe is right there, and he actually can't move. But it was just one single two by four that is at a acute angle, slightly poking him, that is keeping him could down you, and in. Could you imagine if there were two people there and they were like, Joe, just literally move to your left, man. Just just turn over. But you know what's so funny too? The plumber's van just kind of leaves after, and I was like, wait, did they just leave him there? And maybe I missed this. Maybe this is one of those things where I blinked. Did they ever technically find the no! plumber? Like, did they find his body? I was going to say, his body just stayed down there for the rest of the movie. Kim, at one point, the grandma is like, hey, you, you good down there? You need any help? And then he doesn't answer, and she just closed the door and is like, oh, well, I guess he didn't need help. I'm like, wait, no. When someone doesn't answer at all, that's when you worry. It was just never revisited. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, so he died under there, and his body's just down there. Kim, someone else, another plumber, came there with him, and then we saw a shot of the plumber's van leaving without him, and they just closed the door on him and never never said it. An ambulance never showed up. They never called the cop. They never acknowledged, like, Hey, dude, that plumber drowned down there. They never said, did he fix it? Did anything? It's just done. They just move on. But that's what I'm saying. That's what's so funny is like he didn't even get to fix the like the pipe. So how no. did they not know? Like how did they? Well, oh, wait. Nothing got fixed. Kim, he did fix the pipe because the hand came out. Problem solved. I guess, but right, but it was still wide open. I guess, mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Problem solved. The hand did fly out. The hand came out, so. That you was know what? my favorite one. Kim, there's a thing. Maybe their pipes were messed up, but they didn't notice yet because they only wanted to make sure the garbage disposal was working. That's true. That's all they needed. And it was working, so they assumed all good. And the plumber assumed, hey, he was finishing the job. I could leave for the day. And the grandma assumed, hey, he left with the other plumber. Problem solved. Yeah. 
Can't blame him, I guess. Can't blame him. Top tier, dude. Top tier. Yeah, that was my favorite death. It was pretty good. That wasn't my favorite death, but it was my second favorite death. Okay. I'm intrigued to hear what your first was. The parrot? Oh, well, the first death... My favorite death happens literally right now, so we can just talk about it. Okay, yeah. Well, the little girl's room is (laughs) ransacked, and we see that she's kind of just been up in the attic, and the grandma, like, goes in. She's just like, oh, this is pretty... Oh, no, it was Peggy. Peggy goes in. She's Mm -hmm. like, this place is pretty fucked up. So she walks around, and she hears, like, (laughs) up in the attic. So she's like, all right, I guess I'll go check that. (laughs) So she walks upstairs, and then she sees the lamp just sitting there, and it's like the lights are flickering on and off, and then it extends its electrical cables around her throat and chokes her to death. Peggy does. Peggy had a shitty death because she was just trying to do the right thing the whole movie. Yeah, she got dealt a shitty hand. That was my favorite. Like, that was bold. I also hate that the stairway to their attic is, like, lime green. I didn't pay attention to that. I'm more focused on the lamp killing people with electrical cables. <laughs> that was solid. I would still say the plumber's death was way funny. And you know what was so funny, too? Like... There's okay, so when they get home, the child is like possessed basically, and then the yeah. mom is like, Hey, so where's Peggy? And the girl's like, She went home, and they're all like, What? No, she didn't. There's no way. And then they go up into the room, and they go up into the room, like with the grandma, and the grandma like looks in the room and sees that the place is all like ransacked. And the mom looks at her and she's like, Mom, if you say Jessica is responsible for this, I will hit you. This little girl goes ape shit. I, I don't like her. The tiny little girl. Yeah, I don't like any of the kids actually. But yeah, especially not her. Dude, they were definitely like. Even though we said like, I think it was the second one that was like straight up ripping off Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were still she, trying to rip off. She looked just like Heather O'Rourke. Just like her. Yeah, she exactly did. Exactly really like. Did. And even when she was in a little nightgown, yeah. That was fucking crazy. I was like, for a second, I was like, wait, is this the one that I thought was ripping off Poltergeist? But I was like, no, that already happened. But I was like. Yeah, yeah, she she really does. Um, or did. Yeah, rest in peace, honestly. So tragic. Yeah, sad. Really sad. So the priest comes back, and he's just kind of like, hey, so, you know, what's going on? And the mom's like, yeah, so I haven't heard from my sister in a while. And the priest is like, oh, well, she just died due to lamp injuries. Yeah, he's like. She passed away two days ago, but we need to focus on the house. So anyways. (laughs) He's like, three centuries of evil went inside the lamp, and now the evil is searching for souls and will transmigrate into the weakest soul available. Yeah, he he whipped out the transmigrate. I was like, whoa. Kim, they said transmigrate, I think, seven times in this movie. (laughs) So unnecessary. Remember earlier when I was like, uh, oh, yeah. They, 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 remember when I said that they explained that, like, the lamp transmigrates into the house and transmigrates back into a person oh, and into yeah. the soul of another one? That was the priest. The priest said transmigrate, like, seven different times. He just likes to hear himself say transmigrate. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, dude. He's like, transmigrate, transmigrate, transmigrate. But, dude, one of the funniest parts of the movie had to have been, like, every obviously, like, in the end of any haunted movie, things start, you know, going off with the house, like, the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes or whatever. But the funniest part must have been when uh, that girl... Oh, oh, my God. There's so much that happens at the end, so I don't know if I can say the funniest. But I laughed my ass off when the girl was, like, trying to call the cat in through the window. And the window just falls and bonks her in the head, and she, like, fully knocks out. Well, the best part about this time, too, is, like, like I said, the first, like, 
I felt like the first hour of the movie went by and it was only 30 minutes. And then at this point, I paused again to see how much time was left and it said 15 minutes. And I'm like, wait, hold on. How is there only 15 minutes left? And the mom is just now meeting with the priest. That, Kim, I'm not exaggerating. If you click to that scene where she goes to dinner with the priest, there says 15 minutes left. And remember when I texted you, I was like, okay, so I'm going to be a little late because I was watching on like Tubi and there was like, they were giving me like two minute, like two and a half minute ads, like every 15 mm-hmm. minutes. So it made like my hour and a half viewing experience, like two hours long. So I was like, all right, I would need like an extra 10 minutes because I'm finishing it. But I was like, does this end like before the credits and what's going on? And she was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. We talked for a minute. And then I was like, so I'm having an issue because I know there's only like eight minutes left in this movie, but I feel like this should be the beginning of the movie. My exact thoughts, because I was like, wait, how are there only 15 minutes left? Like, what is going to happen in these last 15 minutes? It's so, like, the last, like, eight minutes is so confusing because you have no clue how they're going to end it. Like, it feels like nothing has happened. They've just talked for an hour and 20 minutes, so you're like, what are you going to do right now that concludes this? Oh, and they, they do it up. Dude, they do it. They honestly end this beautifully. They do. I mean, like, after she gets bonked, the priest's father starts talking about how, like, the lamp wants him, and the mom's like, okay, so you don't really seem like you have a solid plan. So, like, what exactly is your plan? And then he smirks. (laughs) He literally smirks, and he says, holy water. (laughs) And then she literally just looks off, and she's like, I'm not kidding. This is, like, word for word. She's like, just stay in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Holy water. Like, one plan and one plan only. The way that all went down was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, she's so genuinely worried about what the plan is, and he says so confidently, like, he doesn't say anything else. The only thing he says is holy water. It's all he needs. It's all he needs. And the camera literally just stays on him, and it's like... You could tell that this was a TV movie at this point because this is like mm-hmm. this was like a TV show bit, you know, where someone just says something so outlandish, but they sit there and they smirk and they're happy about it, mm-hmm. and then like the camera pans out and shows the expressions on both the people, and then you get a laugh track. The only thing you didn't have right here was the laugh track. So funny, holy water, <laughs> mic drop, dude. And when she got so serious and she said, "All right." I'm going to go in the house and you just stay in here right after. I, f- I lost my shit. I was like, she was so annoyed with what he just said. She was yeah. like, you're a fucking idiot. Stay here and don't come near this. Yeah, she's like, you won't be providing any assistance. I might as well just <laughs> fuck right off and go in here myself. Like, Dude, and the funniest thing is like, she's been the biggest idiot th- like this whole movie. So stupid. But right when a bigger idiot comes in the picture, she like has, it's like that moment where you're the, you're like drunk have throwing a party at your house or you're like fucked mm-hmm. up on some drugs at your house but then someone starts destroying your house and you have to sober up real quick sober and then you up. start yeah and then you start making all the right decisions it was literally like someone drunker came into the room and she was like all right dude i got to uh, be the uh, yeah, savior she's like, all right <laughs> that shit was so funny holy water only plan i don't know if you've heard about this thing that we have but uh this is how i'm going to do it I really can't get over how earlier in the movie you said he was, like, the smart person who was holding everything down, and then he literally just comes in the scene like, holy... Like, dude, he did I'll be honest. Dude, he two-chained, pulled up to the scene with his seal and missing. (laughs) He really did. 
The only reason why I said he's right-minded is only because of one scene when he bashes the window in. I was like, oh, finally, a priest knows what the oh. fuck he's doing. You know what? You're so right. Like, why has that never happened in an Amityville movie? And we've talked about that before. We've said that so we've many times. And he does do that. So you're right. You're right. Like, at one point... He redeemed himself for me there. Yeah, like, he realizes that he's stuck in a haunted house, and he grabs a weapon, and he starts breaking the window. He's like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. And you're like, okay, yeah, of course. That's com- that's common sense. So in all the Amityville horror movies, you know, like, the doors just start locking on their own, and they can't escape. But no one, Caleb and I always say this, like, no one ever tries to break a fucking window and get out. Ever. I guess it's not an option. And this guy was like, fuck it. He picks up an axe and just, like, bashes the window open. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, well, it's that easy. And then two of the kids run outside and they get away. (laughs) Wait, Kim. And you know what's bullshit, too? We've been saying that since, like, the beginning. When we watched the Ryan Reynolds one. But if we go back to the beginning, the original Amityville, and we put that theory Mm -hmm. there, it's like, why didn't they break the fucking windows? That that Lutz family and the 1979 Amityville are just fucking idiots because that was written by the same guy who wrote this one. So his right. rules fucking apply. So that means from the if everything is based off of the original Amityville and it's a sequel to the original Amityville, then I'm gonna go ahead and say that this proves that those windows can be fucking broken and no one's doing it. No one ever tried or attempted. They were just like the doors are locked. And now we know that it could have now been done know. all along. Yeah, so the priest, he really redeemed all of his shitty traits. Like, they all went out the window after he did that. I was like, finally, somebody broke a fucking window. Yeah, but then he loses it again because the little girl, like, basically, like, knock off Heather Kicks O'Rourke. She starts floating, and then she just, like, casually... Spl- I, I'm not even going to say him. she stabs... No, no, Kim. She places a knife into his shoulder. It d- it's very slow motion. With, like, the, the nicest intentions I've ever seen. Yeah, why was she floating? She was high off the fucking ground. She was, like, six feet off the ground. They go in the attic, this little girl's, like, floating in the air with a knife. I don't know, dude, but it's so weird because, like, you assume that, like, she would have, like, demon strength, but then, like, people start walking up to her and they just, like, Mm -hmm. overpower her like you would any 11-year-old. So her and the priest start fighting because she stabs him in the shoulder. Wait, wait, wait. They said she's 11. She looked like 7. She did look younger, but yeah, she was supposed to be 11. But if she's supposed to be 11, does that mean that that other kid was, like, 15? Because he looked 1040. Oh, yeah, he was supposed to be older than her. She was the youngest, they said. Dude, that's stupid. Then how old was the other? You know what? Whatever. The other girl had just turned 18, I think they said at some point. Dude, she was like 15. What are you talking I, about? Y- she looks she y- looks so young. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay, well, go ahead. Talk about the grandma axe. The the priest and the like 11-year-old girl are scuffling. They like get the knife. The mom pulls the knife out of her hand and like throws it across the room. And in the meantime, the grandma is trying to... She realizes the lamp is like causing all this. So she picks up an, <laughs> the axe nearby to, like, bash in the lamp. And as, as soon as she picks up the axe, it just uncontrollably flies out of her hand. Like, there's just no other explanation, guys. It just falls out of her hand. And her reaction, she literally just goes, oh, and, like, steps aside. <laughs> and it's this motion where she's, like, running forward about to swing the axe, and it just, like, goes backwards. It's, like, basically if she swung backwards. Flies out of her hand. And you're like, wait, what? That's it? And then they kind of, they pretty much just ended off, like, fairly abruptly. Like, you assume that the lamp would fight back, but it doesn't. They kind of just throw it out the window, and it lands on, like, you know, the fucking beach shore or whatever. Well, hold on. Well, it you does sold grow it a short. face. It does grow no, a face. No, well, you sold it short. So, the grandma picked up his, <coughs> the priest's blessing stick that was on the mm. ground, and she started saying, be gone, be gone. And then she gained super strength and just lifted the entire fucking lamp up and threw it outside the window. 
And apparently now they live on a fucking giant cliff and it falls all the way out of the roof down the cliff into the ocean. Yeah, because that is what's funny because like all the Amityvilles are kind of like, you know, on a cliff-ish, like by water. Mm -hmm. But this one was just all shot in California and they just shot it on a hill. But then at the end, they're like, we got to make sure that the lamp goes down onto some water. Yeah, I'm like, when do they live by the ocean? But okay. Because that's the funny part. Like the Amityvilles are on like, you know, a hill with water, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, it's not the ocean. You could very well tell that like this was just a California beach that the lamp Mm -hmm. ended up on. Yep. Definitely in California beach. And it just like burst into flames. Yeah, it just explodes. And the next thing, you, you just see, like, the lamp growing a face. Everyone's just like, oh, well, this was fun. This was a good time. And the, mm-hmm. and the movie just ends with the lamp laying there destroyed on the beach and then the cat sitting next to it. And then all of a sudden his eyes go red and you're like, okay, so it goes and from... And the screen freezes. So if we go by what the priest said, it goes from ham, or from, from house to lamp to house, back into lamp, into it child, back into Healing. lamp, and then destroyed, and then into cat. I need you to re-say that, but every time you say back in, you have to say transmigrate. Okay, so the so it transmigrates from the house into the lamp. It transmigrates from the lamp back into the house, and then the house transmigrates back into the lamp, and then the lamp transmigrates into the child, and then the <laughs> child transmigrates back into the lamp, and then the lamp gets destroyed, and then transmigrates into the cat. Correct. But yeah, it flashes to the cat, and the, its eyes turn red, and the screen just freezes, and it's like, the Amityville horror. <laughs> You're like, what? The evil escaped. So now we know the cat's haunted, and it's probably going to go run around to a different house, and here we are, into the fifth installment. It should have been called, like, the evil found a home in a cat. I wish they would have made it more clever, like it's about time, and made it about the object somehow. I know, like, it's about lamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's about... Oh, wait. Lamp. <laughs> Amityville 4. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. I, I knew you were going to say I love Lamp. I, w- I would have loved that. Dude, that's so fun. What would it be a clever one like for Lamp? Um, I'm trying to say something light, like dark. <laughs> Amityville 4. <laughs> the beacon brightens. <laughs> something about darkness, like darkness falls or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. They. I, I'm sad they didn't get as clever. So Caleb had texted me like a couple weeks ago, guys, and he was like, Kim, out of nowhere. It's like... Middle of day, like weekday, he just texts me, Kim, is Amityville, it's about time, called it's about time, because it's about time. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Caleb, I really didn't want to give it away this early, but yeah, it's about fucking time. <laughs> Physical time. Because Kim told me when I got the joke of the movie, then like, I, it would kill me. And I had no idea what she was talking about, because she didn't say the title or anything else. She just said when I got it, I would lose my shit. And then I watched the full thing. Because, like, I fucking, me and my friend Nia will, like, party till, like, 7 in the morning, and then I'll just fall asleep on her couch, and then I'll wake up, and I'll watch Amityville movies. So I'm watching It's About Time, like, waiting for her to wake up, and then I'm, like, getting to the end, and I was, like, or no, I was, it was pretty early on that I realized, but I was, like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, that's... Nope. That's it? It's about time. Yeah. It's literally about time. Yeah, and then I watched this one, like, right after, and then I was, like, oh, it's about lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we just are gonna call this. Can we just start referring to this as Amityville Lamp? Probably. I mean, I yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, yeah. I Amity- mean, at this point, that should have been the name. Amityville Four: The Lampening. The Lampening. The Dampening. I would love that. <laughs> that that would have made a lot more sense. It would have made a lot more sense. Like that should be the official title. Amityville Four: I Love Lamp. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that I watched five already, or at least part of it. 
And I'm pretty Which sure one is fi- that? I don't remember, but the I'm curse. I think it's the curse, right? Dude, I think that one's also about an object, if I'm remembering right. It has to be. Yeah. What's going to be between a clock and a lamp? There's got to be another object. Yeah, the like curse. if they went something else cat? in between, and then they went back to an object, I'd be like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" Is it the cat? Does the cat move on to this fifth one? You know what? Maybe I don't remember, dude. But I'm pretty sure I watched. <laughs> That's it. That's not a good sign. You definitely did because you texted me saying you watched all of them through the six. It's about time. So I was like, "Oh, so I did." Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I think I did. That's then. not a good sign if you can't remember it. Yeah, because I watched like three of them in a row one morning. So maybe I did just watch those. One. No, but I think I watched them out of order. I think I might have watched seven. Maybe I didn't. I don't. I think I watched five, but I don't think I watched it the same day. I think I watched it a different day. I cannot wait to get to the Ryan Reynolds one again. That seems just like Oscar award-winning film. Yeah, we are. No, we're, we're not doing it again. Fine. We're not, but we're going to watch it again. Okay, we'll watch it again, but we're not covering it again. I'll watch <laughs> it fine. again. I'll take that deal. That's fine. That's okay, fair. Okay, wh- right, when we're getting like to the time that it is, we'll watch it right before we watch the next mm-hmm. installment. And we're going to be like, this movie's so fucking good. I really don't believe that's going to happen. I'm having so much more fun with these than I ever had with that mm-mm, one. Mm-mm. Yeah, that movie's now like grade A gold for me. All right, so this Amityville, it had a kill count of three. And again... Again, it has, like, nothing to do with the family. It's always people, like, adjacent to the family lately. Literally. Literally. Wait, it was I guess Peggy. Peggy died. Was... She's no, kind of family. No, the parrot. So four. Four people died. We had to count the parrot. Okay, well, okay, if we're counting the parrot, there's four deaths. If we're ca- I guess someone close to the family did die, but not someone in the house. Like, Peggy died mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah, Peggy died but... in the plumber, technically. Well, he died in the house, <laughs> well, but he, w- he didn't live part. at the house. Did anyone confirm the plumber's actually dead? <laughs> no, but he did go, uh, and it's more than Maybe most other people. Maybe just went unconscious. <laughs> no, he's dead. He, dude, he never left the house. He's you dead. know how fu- you know how funny that would be at the end of the movie. He just comes out and he's like, "Oh, been down there. No one's been helping me. I've been yelling for hours." What if that plumber van leaving actually was just him? He just got up and just left. <laughs> it could have been. That would have been hilarious. All right, so three kills, no boobs. Kim, would you recommend this? No, I wouldn't. I thought about it, but no. I feel like you wouldn't recommend any Amityville, so. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that I do. I'm hoping that I'm pleasantly surprised in one of these. But as of now, guys, no, I can't I can't say I would recommend one besides the f- the uh, fifth one or the 2005 one, not the fifth one. Yeah. Um. So aside from the very first one we did, I don't know if I recommended that. I guess maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't I don't recommend this one. This is the like since we've moved on from the original. Yeah, this is the first one that I legitimately cannot recommend. Like, it's really boring. I, I would recommend if you could find like a supercut of like the chainsaw clip and like the ending and like you know the window bonking and like a few other things. Like, there are some fun parts in this. If you wanna, Mm -hmm. I recommend that you if you watch this, you watch it as just like a background thing when you're drunk with friends so you don't like have to pay attention to the dialogue but you see the absurd things that happen yeah you'll fall asleep if you try to watch it by yourself guaranteed it's really boring like it's it's easily like the one that has the least entertaining dialogue that has like the least entertaining like cut scenes in between the random ass amityville shit that Mm -hmm. happens but you know what as far as amityville goes it still has flies it still has black water it still has um fucking red eyes um still as a priest so you know, it's still following that uh, good old Amityville uh, formula. Yeah, yeah, formula. There mm-hmm. you go. Bucket list. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this. What would, what would you rate this one, Kim? It's a good question. 
Oh, I can't remember whether the other ones. I'm going to give this one a half star because... <laughs> That's the same as you rate all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not better than any of them, but I, I wouldn't say it's any less, I guess. So I'm going to say half star. Are you ever going to rate one of these differently? Caleb, I want to. This isn't like by choice. Like I would love to just be mind blown. Like I would love to have the experience you had and just like all in, but I'm not there. I'm hoping that one of these just fucking dazzles me, you guys. Um, but I'm not there. I just I just looked at my rating. I just noticed that I gave 3D a 2. You know, that I guess that does. You're such yeah. a piece of shit. No, I guess that does make sense. I was going to say that seems a you little too low. That ninja. That's way too high. No, but two's fine. Yeah, in comp- if, especially if I'm thinking in comparison to this, this one's a one. This one's a straight one. Like, I'll that's fair. I'll give it a half a star for the ending and like you know the fucking that moment where he said holy water and then the hand coming out of you know the, the fucking hand. faucet and you know some of those things. I'll give it a I'll give it a one star. But this thing fucking sucked. I this is the Amityville that so far. If I was to skip any out of the rotation from the first four, mm-hmm. this would be the one. Thus far, yeah, thus far, at it's least. definitely forgettable. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's about a lamp, and that's just what I put on my letterbox. Oh wait, I accidentally liked it. You know what? It could keep the like. It could. Keep, I do like it. I kind of, honestly, so far, I like all of these Amityvilles. I like them more than some other things I watch. That is unfortunate. They're fun. All right, you have a fuck Mary kill, Kim. Okay, who is it? What we got? I don't know. I'm gonna do it on the spot right now. You have. Okay. Uh, the lamp. Okay. Wow. You have the lamp with two flies on it, and you have me. Or maybe there was three flies. Okay, you have the lamp with three flies on it. I think there might have been a third. I'm going to, I'm going to kill the lamp with the flies on it, because I don't want the flies stuck in my face. Okay, 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 okay. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to fuck you and marry the lamp, because here's the thing. I feel like if you're nice to the lamp... It'll 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 be nice to you, okay. But you can't you can't fight the lamp is the problem. You got to go do with what the lamp wants. So if I just followed what the lamp wanted, I think we could live a happy life. What do you think it wants? To shed its light upon it. Okay. We never really talked about the face in the lamp. Dude, I really don't fucking care. It looked like I, I don't care. I I don't care. I really don't. I don't like care. So that's my fuck Mary Kill. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Done really well. What would you do? That's just like hell. Right. Right. Well, guys, Avenue 4, The Lamp Escapes. <laughs> no, Avenue 4, I love Lamp. I love I thought it was Lampdemic. Lampdemic. Plastic stick, plastic stick. It'll bless your house, bitch. Plastic stick, plastic stick. Hey, spirits are gone. Spirits are gone. Send the recording. I don't even want to plug anything. I want to. Alright. Here. Mic drop. will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of this spooky stew. Give it, 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 give it,